Susan Finch here with Rooted in Revenue, and I am so excited. I know I say that every episode, but this time, this is the first time I am here with my friend Susan E. Finch in New York, who is a well-respected voice coach, acting coach, author. She's amazing, and this is the first time we visited, and we've been dying to do this for years. So Susan, welcome. Oh, Susan Finch, lovely to meet you in person like this. We've known each other for so many years, but we've never, this is the first time we've spoken. I know. I can't believe this. I am so grateful to you. I wanted your domain name, Susan Finch, <laughs> and I, had, I couldn't get it. And I went, who is this Susan Finch? I thought I was the only one. But you have been gracious and helpful. Sometimes my emails go to you. Sometimes my clients forget there's an E in the middle of my domain name. It is through some misguided emails. And folks, as you know, when every social venue comes on board and there's any opportunity for a vanity URL, she and I duke it out. Sometimes she gets it, sometimes I get it. It's who gets the Susan... M. Finch is me, Susan E. Finch is her, and sometimes we have to concede and use our middle initials, but most of the time. <laughs> so thank you. So lesson learned, folks. Take advantage. Mistakes aren't always mistakes. Mistakes are opportunities many times to meet somebody, to get more exposure, to follow up, to connect somehow that one typo can lead to a relationship, can really lead to a friendship, can just lead to greatness. I love that. That's because you have a generous spirit, Susan, and you're not coming from fear that there's not enough for all of us. And so thank you for that. Thank you for noticing that. That, that I will, it, I will own that. <laughs> That's definitely me. I love everybody winning. Yes. Not like everybody gets a trophy kind of thing, because I hate that, but everybody being successful is okay when you work hard. I love it. That's true. I agree. <laughs> so what prompted this conversation is that the more that I interview people, and I'm going to have to call it out women, especially women, there is this thing that I'm noticing. You have to explain this to me, Susan. What is this? <laughs> My name is... <laughs> what is that speech pattern that is developed in the last seven, six or seven years that, oh my gosh, it's horrid? There is a phenomenon called vocal fry and you're right that women primarily are guilty of this it's a swallowing back it's a holding back it's a bearing down on your throat and yes! taking the sound out <laughs> i worked at the google building in manhattan and i know these women are running the universe they're brilliant women they come in the elevator with their computers they're talking to their colleagues and they're all saying, oh, they're on their phone saying, did you get my email? <laughs> and it discredits everything they're saying. Someone said that part of it is that they feel it lowers their voice or makes them feel relaxed. But I train actors and no audience could survive that more than two seconds of vocal fry. There's a great film called In a World that deals with that. It's about the voiceover industry. I highly recommend that film. It's hysterical. But it's a lack of breath. It's a lack of giving the energy to the listener. It's a lack of 
being generous with your sound. I feel many people don't know how to breathe. Now, if you're an opera singer, if you're an actor, you're trained in breath. But your average person doesn't have that training. So one thing people could do is find their feet, feel their feet on the floor, drop their shoulders, do a little body scan, see where you might be holding in your body and take a beautiful breath. Now, when I used to take a breath as a kid, I would breathe into my shoulders. But breath actually comes from your lungs and the lungs are supported by the rib cage, protected by the rib cage. And if you can feel your ribs, because you can't feel your lungs, you can feel your ribs expanding like an accordion. Then you can get a deep, relaxing breath and send that energy right to the person who you're speaking to without this hindrance, this bearing down on the throat. Does that make so, sense? Every, yeah, everybody, let's take a breath. Nice, I like that. I would like everybody to, you know, if you can, if you have the room to stand up, I'll be off camera if I do, and you would just see this, <laughs> this abundant portion right here. So we won't do that, but we can take a big breath and get it into your lungs. Right. I love that. And as you let it out, feel the breath, the warmth of the breath yes. flowing over the tongue and out toward, find a spot across from the wall if you're not near another person. I'm going to send it right to you. Breathing in, let your jaw hang open and, and let's, let's release it on a gentle, ah. <sighs> That was lovely. Now, hey, put a hand on your upper chest and take a breath in the way children do with your shoulders all the way up to your ears. <gasps> now, that's what we're not doing. So no, that's that gasping. That hurts. It does. And it's constricting. Then yes. you'll be forcing the sound out. You know, place your hands on your lower ribs. Feel that side-to-side -side <laughs> movement. Why do you laugh? Because my lower ribs are kind of covered. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to just stand here. There you, you go. You can feel it. the expansion. Like the bellows for a fire or a concertina. Yep. Beautiful. Now do it without even working hard. This is easy. You've been, doing, you've been breathing without my help all your life. <laughs> it's so true. Breathe in on the, holding the lower ribs and breathe out on a, the mmm is the human being's friend because it's a gentle consonant where you can let the lips touch. Now, if you bite your lips and press down hard, you won't get as much resonance. Try that. Right. Just let your lips be plush and let them touch. Beautiful. If I haven't been speaking and I have a phone call to make, Rather than just being cold, I'll do a little mm, warm up. Mm, mm. Well, and that's the, I think part of it is as we are in these situations, like you said, an elevator with a phone and people are trying to, you know, they're still bores because you can still hear half the conversation, but they're trying to be more subtle. And I don't know if it's subtle. And sometimes I think it's just wanting to be too hip. I don't know. But I think you're right. People want to be right. People want to be cool. People want to be accepted when they already are cool and brilliant and accepted. 
Yes. And it's that fear of, am I saying it right? Am I doing the right thing? That, you know, you can't do two things at once. You can't judge yourself and communicate at the same time. Either you're communicating or you're second-guessing yourself. And it's that second-guessing, that internal conversation that we have with ourselves that throws us off. And then communication is over. You're having a, a conversation actually with yourself, which is pretty boring. It is. But these same people that are doing the vocal fry, and as we said, it's, it's, I don't hear it as much with men as I do women. And, oh. and sometimes I think it's an, a boomerang effect from the screechy, from the whiny, from the high-pitched, and they're overcompensating to try and bring it way back, forgetting that when you come across as monotone and stuff, nobody's going to <laughs> Because it's really not very fun to hear. And I have this great product that I think you're going to want, and it was <laughs> all your problems in your business. Who's going to buy from that person? Right. I agree with you. And so you've given some great tips, though, that rather than answering the phone cold, rather than dialing the phone cold, get yourself in the position. And, and you even see that, too, before speaking. You know, the, they make fun of it on different shows. Raise your arms. Jump up and down. It works. <laughs> right. It does. It puts you in winner mode. It puts you in I'm ready to engage with you mode. That's true. We all need to warm up. You know, a dancer would never hit the stage without warming up. Right. So why would a, a salesperson? Exactly. Musicians, we go to a concert, they're warming up in front of us. Right. We all need that. It's not a failing. It, your body is your instrument. Your voice is your instrument. Why shouldn't you have a little warm up? It's, it's vital. It is. Susan, we're at a good stopping point, so we're going to take a break really quick, and we will be right back with Rooted in Revenue and my guest, Susan E. Finch from New York. For those of you who are overwhelmed with your marketing and content to-do list, there is help on the way. You can let Susan Finch, our host, lighten your load. Creating strategic, thoughtful solutions to time shortage problems in marketing, connecting, building, sharing all the tasks that you dread. She can take your one piece of content and help you use it nine different ways while you keep doing what you do best, which is probably selling or designing or putting your business together. If you have the time, she can help you create your content and engagement plan too, and you pick and choose what you want to do. It's a menu of options. Some of her favorite tasks for clients include things like video training libraries for the most common tasks you have, those tasks that you're tired of training people to do over and over again. How about branding and logo packages? Everybody's interested in that. Or the one I'm always intrigued by, site thin out and update. When's the last time you took a weed whacker to your site or updated it with new information? She can also do social media posting. She can plan and produce your podcast. Her mantra is very simple. Create inspire, inspire, advocate, ignite, and then repeat. If that's a formula you'd like to put into effect in your business, there's only one place to go to, susanfinch.com. Check it out, Susan Finch. Susan Finch here with Rooted in Revenue. And my guest today is Susan E. Finch in New York. And she is my friend. And this 
You guys are witnessing the first time we have actually though visited, even though we've been friends, even though we've been connected and battling for vanity URLs for the past seven, five, six, seven years. I don't know, but she's a treasure. Susan, you were talking about, you put words to this, this phenomenon that bugs the crud out of me called vocal fry. Can you explain what that is? It's a bearing down in the back of the throat, a tightening in the throat and squeezing the sound out rather than opening the back of the throat and taking a generous breath and sending the sound forward to the listener. Like a selfish act, I'm swallowing, I'm not giving it forward so that you don't have to think, you don't have to work, you don't have to worry, my communication is clear and it's headed right toward you. So how many of you out there that you're listening have encountered this? And I am calling the women out because it is primarily the women that I hear this in that age group from, I don't know, what do you think, 17 to 35? Is that pretty good? Yes, I agree. There's another thing, and a glottal stops, and a glottal stop happens only on a vowel or a diphthong, and it's a sudden interruption of the outflow of breath, like a hiccup. I'll do it for you. Thanks. I love apples every day with my eggs, and that pop is, it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> One way to get rid of it is you put a consonant, either an or an H in front. So I'm going to put an H in front of the word apple. I'm going to say apple. That keeps the breath flowing. And then I can get rid of that H and just have breath apple, egg, I. Instead of this push of every day I eat eggs. <laughs> in reality, the only people who should be glottalizing are the cockneys, this small section in London where glottalization is part of their culture. It's part of how they speak, their rhythms, they glottalize, they say a little bit. That's part of their rhythms. But in America, we shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> some actors, it would drive an audience crazy to hear that repeatedly. <laughs> it, it comes from tension, from holding on. Right. So actually, clear communication happens through ease, through doing less through not holding on, through breathing and knowing that you're perfect as you are. People have been breathing and communicating without my help for eons. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So this is what I would like to challenge our audience, and I'm going to put this in the post too. Folks, if you are going to be a speaker for your company, for your product, for yourself, record yourself. And I know that sounds dopey, but if you have a camera, if you have a phone where you can do voice memos, record it and listen. Would you want to engage with you? Would you want to buy from you? Would you trust you? And, and I think that's about the, you, you have to do that. You can't assume that how you speak to your friends, which all of you might have really sloppy, horrible habits, because that, the, the fry thing just kills me. I hear even some of my women friends, and I'm not calling them out because I love them dearly, but listening to them, they sound so disinterested, so insecure, so sad. I agree. 
And it's I love hard. how vital you are. I love how you use language and you're not afraid to be engaged. You're not afraid to be passionate about what you're up to. There is something in our culture. I'm on my phone. Don't talk to me right now. I know I'm in a room full of people, but when I am on the subway in New York City, you look around the subway car, everyone's on the phone. People are not engaging, connecting. No, it's their binky. It keeps them protected. That's it's true. Little, it's Steve, Steve Jobs would not allow iPhones or iPads in his home when the kids were growing up. It's harder and harder to communicate because we're all in our own little bubbles. I have another bugaboo I want to talk to you about. Okay. Um, like oh, thank Florida, you. The qualifiers. Oh, they aren't qualifiers. And my son, he was listening to me, you know, edit some shows recently, and he said, "Holy cow, mom! It's every three seconds for that person. It's um, so's, you knows." Like like and is I my had, favorite one. My students all do it, and I challenge them to slow down, get rid of that, and we count in front of each other. If they do a like, that, that was four, that was five. People are not aware that they're doing it, but if one slows down, it's easier to catch, and your communication will be so much clearer. Well, I, again, my kid's 13, visiting with him about it. I said, what is the difference? He says, mom, when you went to school, you gave speeches. Mm. You, you learned your speeches. We read our papers and they call it a speech. That's a script, mom. Wow. So there's a difference between reading a script and having to speak off the top of your head or even stuff that you know about. He said, we're not taught how to do that anymore. And nobody trains you, and I, I know this too, nobody trains you when you're hired for a company how to present at a meeting properly. There is no workshop, which there should be. How to present to your peers, to your team members. How do you bring people on board to be passionate about what you know will help if you don't know how to present without being annoying? <laughs> I feel it comes from fear. People are not trained. They don't know how to stand on their own two feet, feel the floor and embrace the room, embrace the conference room, embrace the auditorium, go for the back of the house. These are things that actors learn. We yes. were trained to go for the cheap seats way in the back, that those people, the people in the balcony, they deserve yes. the play as well, to include everyone. And it comes down again to eye contact. People are afraid to look at each other. They're also afraid of dead air and white space in speech. And the ums, and the, coming from a large family, we didn't battle a lot at dinner over conversations, but I'm, I'm involved with enough families. I'm a youth group minister and stuff on the side. That's my side thing. But I watch these teens fighting for their spot and being heard. And they're so afraid if they take a breath and this carries through into adulthood that somebody will jump in and they won't get to finish. So their arms and their likes keep it going till their next thought can come out of their head. To hold the floor, to hold the yes. space. The filibuster. And therefore we are not listening to each other. No. The most important thing. 
simple listening. And the easiest way to listen, and I have to tell you, I stole this from my friends, Ariel and Shia Kane. They teach listening as a way of getting fully in the moment to use your eyes as well as your ears. I was raised, don't stare. I'm not suggesting we stare, but you have a better chance of being engaged and fully in the moment if you look at who you're listening to rather than your fingernails or the, I tell my students, if you're looking at the ceiling or on the floor, you're, you're lost. You're lost in the past or the future. It's why I like these video, even though this is primarily an audio recording, to engage with you this way keeps me focused. It keeps me transfixed. And I used to do a lot of hangouts on air through Google, you know, a few years ago, and we would have a film strip of 10 people in here. And on Nine. Friday, and you, you know, we, we were good though. We practiced enough. We knew to keep looking because everybody's watching what all of you are doing, whether you're picking your noses, scratching <laughs> yourself, whatever you're doing on your phone, we can see it. And everybody else can too. And the speaker knows you're not paying attention and right. that's distracting to them thinking, well, what am I doing wrong? Ah, that's right. We often feel insecure about how we're coming across. And once the brain starts judging, then you're off and you're not here. Right. So as we're getting towards the wrap up for this episode of rooted in revenue folks and ladies, especially, Give your audience, give yourself the credit to be heard. Practice, break those bad habits of swallowing your words, of shrinking back into your throat when you speak. Let us hear what you're passionate about. Let us hear your message because we might be right on board with you, but we'll never get past the part of the boredom, the insecurity, the annoyance of straining to actually put some variance in your voice we do it in our heads it's like shouldn't that isn't that important spike it do vocal so variety is what that's called oh my gosh Instead it is the only thing that does and the brits we could take a lesson from them they're yes. all over the place with their vocal variety and we are committed to being on one note saying our name introducing ourselves susan i know my name which is your name as well <laughs> your name is my name. name too john jacob jingle hi <laughs> <laughs> okay we know our names all of our lives hi I'm yes. susan. we let that die but when we meet someone give them the benefit of slowing down check did it land susan finch one thing we do is we rise up as if we're doing a list, Susan Finch, or we'll let it die right here at the floor, Susan Finch, instead of a statement. Hi, I'm Susan Finch. Good to meet you. Chances are the person will hear it instead of throwing it away as if it's not important. It's such an important part of us. It's how we're remembered, how we're called on later, how they know to look us up later, to follow up, to see what other exciting things we're doing. True. Okay, so there's your challenge, everybody. Introduce yourself to yourself on camera. Oh, I love it. Do it. Engage, smile. We hear you through the phone when you smile, and that's a whole nother topic. But all of this plays into 
the voicemail messages you leave for others, the ones you have on your own phone, your participation in meetings, your participation in interviews, when people call you and ask you about your business, your company, your product, your service, it all comes into play and affects revenue. That's you right. will not make money if people don't want to deal with you because you are annoying and boring and insecure. Stop it. <laughs> Do you have a phone message on your phone? Mm -hmm. I do on all my phones. Some people don't on their iPhone oh, phones, on their smartphones. What? When there is a major software update, folks, a lot of times your voicemail messages go away. You're recording. You I will did not need know that. Yeah, you will need to re-record and you should review it. I know real estate agents sometimes do theirs every single day, which is great. But for the rest of us, don't forget to check it once in a while. Did you leave the holiday message on? Did you say I'm out because I've had surgery? Did you say, whatever it is, make sure it's current, not too much information, not too long, and inspires them to want to leave a message. I have friends who use the automatic. You have reached 493 to 990. And I feel a bit insecure. Did yes. I get the right person? I want to hear their name. I want to hear their voice. Then I will leave a message in return. And don't forget, some of you have two messages. You have one for when nobody answers, but there's another one when you're on another call. Make sure both of those are you and your voice. Oh, I love that. So, Susan, it has been beyond a pleasure having you oh, on today. Susan, it's been my pleasure. We're going to have to do this again. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> That'd be great. Thank so, you. how can I'm everybody? Sorry. So, in New York, yes, people need a voice coach, people need an acting coach. How do they find you? Um, I know, I know, I know. Tell me. SusanEFinch.com. You would be the one to know that URL. <laughs> you would know that. that. Yes, yeah, Susan at SusanEFinch.com. Thank you, Susan. What a pleasure. This has been so much fun. And I think we have some great tips for people. So thank you for listening to Rooted in Revenue on the Funnel Radio Network and channel. Please go to FunnelRadio.com to see all of our shows. Subscribe on Rooted in Revenue so you never miss an episode. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Blueberry, Google Play. We are where you want to listen.